In Between Sundays, episode 45. You're listening to In Between Sundays, where we give you the essentials to live in the world outside of church. From your first job after college to becoming the CEO, this is a podcast for the other six days of the week. Hey everybody, and welcome to In Between Sundays. This is episode 45. My name is Pat. And my name is Nick. And we're just so happy to be back recording, hopefully on a regular schedule with our busy, busy work lives. We yeah, pre- tell me about it. We appreciate all of you guys sticking around with us. Um, and to all of our new listeners, thank you for stopping by. You can find us at InBetweenSundays.com. Well, hey, Pat, what is In Between Sundays? In Between Sundays is a podcast dedicated to young adults where we help you grow spiritually. We discuss lives as young adults, and uh, we talk about Catholic faith, Christian faith. Uh, well, sometimes we have guests. We listen to music. It's very, it's a variety show dedicated to young adults, and it's fun. And it's fun. It's exciting. So if you want to learn more, uh, inbetweensundays.com, or just go to iTunes and search for In Between Sundays. Or hey, you can always email inbetweensundays.com to a friend. So uh, thank you for stopping by. Now tonight we have a really great show. We uh, we had a, a good question from our friend John. Who emailed us, and uh, I can't wait to get into that question. He's gonna. We're gonna talk a little bit about hope, and we're gonna talk a little bit about apologetics. Yes, and we're hoping that this will just be the first introduction to apologetics, and we'll continue this maybe either next week or in future episodes. Yeah, definitely. We also have some really cool news. Google has a had a fun announcement that I get to play with a little bit today, <laughs> and uh, a little bit of feedback and a Catholic challenge. Yes, I have a good Catholic challenge. Pat does. T- Pat got to write the Catholic challenge this week. I so. did. Nick allowed me to write the Catholic challenge. Uh, no, he got to write it. <laughs> so, as always, we generally start our show with what's called the three J's. Which, by the way, Nick, uh, the other day on Facebook, I saw our friend um, Josh, who designed our three J's T-shirt. Oh yeah, his profile picture is him with like a huge thumbs up wearing the three J's T-shirt. Oh wow! So if you want to get one. Uh, it's on our website. You yeah, you just click, click the on store. the swag store. But if you're new and you don't know what the three J's are, it stands... For, the first one is your junk. It's like sort of what's bringing you down this week. The next one's your joy, what's bringing you up. And the third one is your Jesus moment, uh, whatever the spiritual moment or just something that has sort of graced your life uh, the previous week. So, Nick... Go for it. My junk this week has to be, uh, if, if you've never gone on a retreat before, we always tell this to people and I always forget about it every time I go on a retreat, but I'm going on a retreat this weekend and this upcoming weekend. And one of the things we always tell people is like the week before the retreat, like the devil always tries as hard as he can to just like throw everything in your way and be through, create all sorts of obstacles for you so that you, maybe you don't want to go on the retreat or you go on the retreat and you're so grumpy that you don't have a good time. So, it's just been interesting this week to see how things have started kind of building up for me before this retreat this Friday. And that's, that's kind of my junk. So uh, there's been a lot to deal with, uh, but hopefully uh, it's not going to be a problem. Hopefully it'll get resolved. And next week when you check in with you, you'll say, Oh, I feel so much better after this. That's typically how it happens with me. So, so yeah. So anyway, if you ever, if if you've never been on a retreat before and it's your first one, just be aware of that. You know, that, there will always be those times where you're like, I really don't want to go on this retreat this weekend. You're hesitant. At that point, it's the, it's the right time you need to go on the retreat. So my joy this week has to be the warm weather, despite the fact that there's ridiculous amounts of pollen in the air. Not nearly as much as what it sounds like it's like in Atlanta, but 
the warm weather has been absolutely fantastic. I've been able to get out and do a little bit of walking around. And my Jesus moment was getting some really good spiritual reading in over the weekend. I, I finished one book and I'm kind of on to another one. So uh, I, I'm pretty excited about the fact that I, I was able to get some spiritual reading in. Moving on. That's right. Moving on up into another prayer book. <laughs> so uh, Pat, what are your three J's? My junk, uh, you're talking about warm weather. My allergies have been going berserk. I don't know what it is. Now you're talking about Atlanta, Georgia, which I had heard recently, their allergy, like their pollen levels are ridiculous. Like you actually see like pollen in the air. Well, I heard Greg and Jennifer talking about it one day on Sirius and they said that there was like over 5,000, which I don't know if that that's, that's a, a lot. Apparently that's a big number. I, it's probably like parts per million or something, but yeah. they said it was so thick you could see your footprints. Yeah. Somebody said that like their black uh, driveway did not look black. It looked green or something oh, weird because gross. there was so much pollen. Anyway, Ugh. my allergy has been going berserk even with like allergy medicine and it's super annoying. So that's my junk. Especially when you're like trying to like work and anyway, it's just annoying. Yeah. Uh, my joy was my weekend. I had just an incredible long extended weekend. Went down to Tulsa, visited friends, uh, my girlfriend, uh, went on a bunch of walks, good talks with people, had some great food. I did a charity walk for the American Heart Association, got up early Saturday morning and that was just a blast. Cool. Um, and then I also got a chance to... Uh, Go look at uh, the new stadium that they built downtown Tulsa for the Tulsa Drillers. The Drillers are atrocious as as far as a, a baseball team. They got team. a brand new stadium. But they've got a brand new stadium, and it's kind of it's pretty cool looking. <laughs> so hopefully that swings them around. Um, and in my Jesus moment, uh, I kind of had a, a faux pas this weekend. I maybe uh, a fox pus. <laughs> yes, I was planning on leaving Tulsa. Uh, early uh well i on on sunday and so i just said i'll get up early i'll go to mass thinking mass was at 9 30 it was actually at nine and so i showed oh. up like right before the gospel and i was like well i might as well stay and maybe i'll go to mass later and uh it had a really great homily it was very interesting which i'll bring up later in our help i'm fallen but then i ended up staying actually in tulsa and left monday morning and so i ended up going to mass again at the Newman Center, and the same priest was filling into the Newman Center, oh, and he wow. gave a completely different homily, and that one was rocking too. So wow. uh, I got like two you awesome got a homilies. Dose. Yeah, I thought it was going to be the exact same homily, and I'm pretty sure he noticed me. Like we made eye contact at some point. He's like, "Why is this guy here at mass again?" He's one of those people that comes to every mass. I say, "Yeah, What's wrong I don't with know. Him? I just want so much grace. It doesn't work <laughs> that way." Um, <laughs> anyway, that's so awesome. that was my Jesus moment. Klaatu Marada Okay then Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? Don't nobody understand the words that are coming out of your mouth, man This is What's My Line Where you call in and give us words or phrases, and we have to fit them into our show. We'll choose one or two every show, and if we choose yours, you'll win a prize. No matter what anybody tells you, words and ideas can change the world. Oh, this is the worst looking hat I ever saw. Oh, it looks good on you, though. And this is What's My Line, and we've got a couple more to go through. Uh, so we've, we picked out one for this week, and it comes to us from the amazing, and we haven't heard from her in a while, Sarah Reinhardt. 
Hi, Nick and Pat. This is Sarah Reinhardt, and I have a line for your What's My Line. I won't admit that it's original, because it's not. But it is a phrase that my two-year-old uses all the time. Mommy, pick me up! (laughs) Yeah, good luck using it. But I hope you do, because I'd love to get a prize. You know, because that's just the kind of listener I am. (laughs) <laughs> you can contact me at Thank you for calling in, Sarah. I'm sorry, I didn't get a chance to edit that message Whoops. before we started. Uh, so yeah, so thanks for calling in, Sarah. So you just so, called in for a prize. Yeah, and you know what? That's okay. And if anyone else wants to call in for a prize, yes, they can call. Now the, the prize patrol is a little yes. bit backed up, but... Uh, it, well, after this weekend and I get off this retreat and I'm able to have a little bit more time to myself, we'll be able to actually mail some prizes mm-hmm. out. Uh, but if you want to call and leave a What's My Line, you can call 206-337-7945. And here's how it works. So Sarah called us in. She said, Mommy, pick me up. And if I use that in a great way that's intriguing, interesting, and just super hilarious, I get this noise. And she gets a really good prize. Yes. Now, if I use it in a really dumb way, which happens quite regularly, I hear this, and so do you. And the person who called in gets, like, a lump of coal. Actually, Nick's wrong. They still get a really good prize. It just might not be as good. Wrapped in a lump of coal. (laughs) How do you wrap something to the love of coal? I don't know. No, just kidding. No matter what, whether we use it terribly and we like completely embarrass you uh, or we use it awesomely, uh, you still get an awesomely. amazing prize. Wow. English teachers around the world are now cringing at what mm-hmm. you just said. She falls in a well, eyes go cross. She gets kicked by a mule, they go back to normal. At the end of this day, one shall stand, one shall fall. You better say your prayers, you flea-bitten varmint! So we got an email from John, and he basically said the following. He said, in 1 Peter 3.15 says, But in your hearts set apart Christ as Lord. Always be prepared to give an answer to everyone who asks you to give the reason for the hope that you have. But do this with gentleness and respect. Peter tells us to be prepared to give the reason for our hope. What's strange about this is that no one ever asks, yet we are told to be prepared. As a young adult growing up, it seems that nothing about my life is worth talking about. I have hopes, but it's nothing to make anyone curious. I hope it can save enough to take a summer vacation. I hope the Philadelphia Phillies can win another World Series. I know that nothing is wrong with these hopes, but it is nothing unusual either. My question is, how can you live your life where others can see your Catholic hopes and be interested enough to ask questions? I hope the Royals win the World Series. Well, but that's not very likely. <laughs> well, but 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 to uh, to be honest, I think that's a really good question, and I think what we first need to do is take a look at what type of hope is Saint Peter talking about in the Bible. So, Pat, what do you think? Um. Okay. Well, we were sort of talking about this earlier, but I don't know. I mean, the hope <clears throat> that you have dreams, like your hope something to happen, is that correct? Well, I mean, it's, uh, it could be. That's what he's. That's what John is talking cur- I'm about. I'm just curious what you think. You know, what do you think? And then we'll we'll launch into the official what I think. 
What is so? Because everything that that does sound really bad. Everything I think is official, and everything you think is unofficial. Uh huh. So first, give me the wrong answer, and then I'll tell you what my answer is. Okay. Well, I'm just kidding. I'm just no, no. Okay. So I guess what's your question? What is hope? Um, hope to me is what (laughs) you sort of think of. Um. I just want to say, hope is when you hope something happens, but you can't use hope in the same. <laughs> no, That's I don't know. True. It's when you, it's like you wish something happens or you, you are waiting for something. It's a hard thing anticipation. to define. You're, you're anticipating something to happen and hopefully it's a good, hopefully, gosh, <laughs> it's a good thing most likely that you're wanting to happen. Well, you know, it's funny because I think I think like the word love, we tend to use the word hope a lot. And I think there's different levels of hope. And so, John, th- first of all, thank you for asking this question. Second of all, if you haven't read it yet, you know, the Pope's latest encyclical just happened to talk about exactly what your question involved. And he wrote an encyclical called Space Salvi, and it's spelled S-P-E-S-A-L-V-I, and it's in Latin, it's translated to um, Saved by Hope. So uh, I found a really great article, and if I can find the link back to it, uh, that was written by Christopher Weber, who is a, like a catechist in Boston. And he, he has, it's like a five or six page article here, but he has some really cool quotes uh, in the sidebar that basically what Pope Benedict says um, is, is hope. So he starts off and he starts and says, you know, hope in a Christian sense is always hope for others as well. And okay, well, he used hope kind of in a definition there. So Aha, I'm let's, right. uh, yeah, well, it's, uh, so let's dig a little bit deeper. So I like this one paragraph. He says this on the great hope is what he calls it. And he says, we need the greater, and this is thick stuff. So we'll have to dissect it a little bit. We need the greater and lesser hopes that keep us going day by day, but these are not enough without the great hope, which must surpass everything else. This great hope can only be God who encompasses the whole of reality and who can bestow upon us what we by ourselves cannot attain. So, you know, I, I think that that's, that's for me is like one of the parts that really unlocks what hope is. And it, and what that hope is that, you know, we, yeah, we can hope that the Phillies are going to win the World Series, or we can, we can hope that we're going to get a pizza for lunch, or we can hope that Chipotle is going to have enough barbacoa so we can have a burrito for lunch. Mm. Like, those are what he calls the lesser hopes, but we have to, there has to be like one central source of hope that, helps us have all of our hope and that hope that the person we place our hope in is God. And we were talking before the podcast, I I said, it really, it's, it's kind of what drives our life is, is hope. It's like, you know, I was asking you, Pat, like, why do you get out of bed every day? And you were trying to like, give me every answer without (laughs) using the word hope. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, I, I have dreams that I want to accomplish. Right. But, but you know, those dreams are made up of hope. You know, I hope that I'm going to accomplish my dreams. You know, you just, you don't just get out of bed every day saying, you know, my dreams are going to be fulfilled today and definitively say that's going to happen. Like you get out of bed because you're constantly working to fulfill those dreams. And what's the underlying feeling? What's the underlying, you know, peace that's driving you to do that. It's the hope that eventually you're going to see those dreams fulfilled one day. Hmm. 
We just said hope like 20 billion times. I know. I feel like hope could be like a breakfast cereal. I wonder what its nutritional facts would be. So one other quote from, from the from <laughs> like Space just, Salvi. You just completely forget about what I just said. Well, so you're just like, let's get into it. Forget I, what Pat just said. That yeah, was too stupid. Let's just pull the gloves off. And Mommy, go out. pick me up. Oh, that was a very that was bad. bad. <laughs> yes, that does okay. mean that, that Sarah Reinhardt is now getting something wrapped in coal. Good job, Pat. Okay. Well, unless you use it better. <laughs> so he, you know, the Pope basically talks about love and hope. And this is the other quote that I'll mention. And he says, only the great certitude of hope that my own life and history in general, despite all failures, are held firm by the indestructible power of love. So, you know, we, we hope that our, our life is, is held by this love that we have for God. And that this gives them their meaning and importance. Only this kind of hope can then give the courage to act and to persevere. So that's kind of like the really big, long, wordy version of what we were just talking about. That we we put our love in God and we, we hope that he gives us what we need to do our daily things our daily bread that's what like we prayed the our father before we started the show you know give us to stay our daily bread well that's pretty much hoping in god that he's going to carry us through each day hmm. so now of course we 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 have the lesser hopes we have the greater hopes so the goal of to answer the second part of john's question is to live our lives in such a way that people do see that we have hope and we have trust in god so rather than saying, okay, yeah, I, you know, I see that you're, you hope that you can save enough for summer vacation. That's all great and dandy. No one's going to really ask a question about that. But if you're living to the point where people see that you have hope in God and you have trust in God, that no matter what, people are going, you know, people are going to notice when, uh, when, when things happen and you're, you're, you know, you have God to fall back on. I mean, that's, that's the reason why in the early church, people were becoming Christians left and right, despite all the persecution. I mean, really, would you become a Christian if they told you that, you know, tomorrow you're going to be like, you know, crucified for your faith? I don't know. It's probably, probably not. not in these modern <laughs> days. But the thing is, 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 is what a great witness back to the early Christians that there were people willing to suffer and die for their faith. And that was what brought people to the church. You know, people are going to sit up and notice when all of a sudden you see somebody who's willing to literally give their life up for a cause. I mean, that's, that's why we, you know, we always love these great movies about, you know, the American patriots that fought in the war and they gave their life up for the war or, you know, like the samurais and they always, you know, it's an honor to die in battle. Well, it's because like people sit up and notice when you when, when people give their lives for something. And so in the early days of the church, when Christians were being, you know, persecuted and killed left and right, you know, people were probably sitting up and taking notice and being like, okay, what is this that is so serious that people are like willing to literally die for, you know, this man, Jesus Christ. So the reason why we try the St. Peter says this is, is we try to live our lives so that that hope and that trust in God is apparent to others. So they come to us and they maybe start asking us about their faith and, as we were talking before the show, that is a specific field of research and talking and what do we call it? Apologetics. But before we answer what apologetics is, let me say one more thing about this hope thing that you're talking about. So you're talking about living differently in a sense so that people notice. And, and, and that's sort of what, what John's question was about is like, 
Catholic hopes and people being interested in your life. And that's exactly what one of the homilies I heard this weekend was about, was talking about how Thomas uh, was different than the other apostles and how he didn't believe. I mean, that, that's more of a, a story about faith. But what the priest was telling us is that, yes, you can have faith, but if you don't have works and actions and hope, how is it going to be different than anything else? So showing your Catholic faith um, out in the world or um, just living your faith through and through, like your whole body, every action, everything that you do, living your faith um, is a way to sort of show that hope that you have in God. So he was sort of saying that like, okay, if you don't do this, then why would people be like, well, what's different about Christians than anybody else on the street? You know, like obviously there's yep. something different, distinctly different. So, yeah. okay. So um, apologetics, you had a really good segue and I killed it. I know, but apologetics okay so what does that mean nick i don't know you had the definition i don't i do oh look who's smarter now um (laughs) okay so apologetics is defending a position um or an argument for a long time or of long standing so that's the official definition but where does that up where's that from that is from wikipedia why do you always ask me that like well if you're gonna if you're gonna say it's a definition then tell people where you got it i'm not saying wikipedia is bad i'm just saying tell them where you found it. okay well wikipedia and so um interesting thing uh before the show rebecca was telling me our friend rebecca was telling me that uh Apologetics is not apologizing, but it is actually more explaining. So it comes from the Greek word apologia, hopefully I said that right, um, meaning speaking in defense or trying to explain your point, essentially. Yeah. So that's what apologetics are. And it usually tends to appeal to logic, too. So... Uh, so and it's, so it's pretty cool. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna try. So we've talked a lot about hope, and we've, we we uh, so John, I hope we've at least answered your initial question. But we're gonna pose a second question, which is: so how do you do it? You know, how do you uh, give people an account for the hope that's in you? Well, I guess the real question that you're that you're sort of posing is that like John's saying, how do I live this hope? And you're saying. Well, when people do approach you, you need to be prepared, and being prepared is apologetics. Is that correct? Yeah. Wow. That was logical. <laughs> I just used apologetics. <laughs> Mommy, pick me up. Uh, dude, you oh, can't just like piggyback that on there. Uh, boo. No. Um, okay. Bo- yeah, be So explaining those answers is apologetics yeah so we're gonna do we're gonna see if we can find a really cool special guest see if we can get him on the show and we're gonna basically just talk about you know like how do you do it what what makes a good what 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 helps you with apologetics what are some resources you can because i mean like we've got this book here called the central catholic handbook and uh, it's put out central uh, catholic survival okay guide. so it's basically an apologetics book it is exactly that's exactly and how many is. pages is it i mean it's a big book uh, it's over 500. Okay. So, so, so yeah. So, I mean, like what's cool about these books is they have all sorts of like common objections and answers and things like that, but we're going to see if we can get somebody on the show who can talk about that. So look for that in an upcoming show. Yes. You and, can ho- even hope for it. <laughs> and, uh, just so you know, if you want to get started early, you can, I will put a link to this book. It's the essential Catholic survival guide 
from the Catholic Answers people, which they can also be found at catholic.com. Um, but I'll put a link in it, and it talks about reading the Gospels, how you get started, and also reading the Catechism. But yeah, look for yeah, either next week course, or yeah, a couple you know, weeks. And the Catechism is always your best, one of your best sources, but sometimes it can be a little... You, you almost need like a book to unpack the Catechism. Yes, yes. So we will try to get a person to unpack the catechism for us <laughs> yeah. um, on the podcast, hopefully maybe next week or in the coming month. Um, and that's our goal. Uh, John, again, thank you so much for the question. And uh, so, and of course, if you have questions of faith, I sound like the guys busted hail. <laughs> if you'd like to ask us a question that involves your faith, you can always email us at feedback in between Sundays or call us at... 206-337-7945. I triple dog dare you. Just know before this is over, I'm going to need a whole lot of serious therapy. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Is there no one on this planet to even challenge me? All right, everyone. So this week, our Catholic Challenge kind of goes along with the apologetics that uh, we will be talking about in future shows. And so we want you to do a little bit of a research. So uh, when you're doing research in the Catholic Church, I like to think about it in these three steps. You have faith, you seek, and then you understand. So faith meaning that you believe it and you, you, you try to believe it. You seek the answers so that you can eventually understand everything. So what I, I would challenge you to do this week is to research something that you might be unsure about or maybe a question that someone has actually posed to you. Maybe it's a coworker or a friend or somebody who says, well, why do you do that as a Catholic? Like, why why are you into the Eucharist? Like, why, why do you go to adoration or something like that? And research that and, you know, let us know. Go to, like, our Facebook page or something and, and throw up a discussion question. And, um, I don't know, I just think it would be good for you to research something. So, All right, cool. So, Nick... And I want to report on my desk, Wednesday morning, 10-page paper, single-spaced, uh, footnotes, annotations, MLA format, uh, Monday morning, 9 a.m. And which co- TPS cover page should ha- have? <laughs> Good evening. Here is the news for parrots. Well, hello, Mr. Fancy Pants. Pay attention to me, boy. I'm not just talking to hear my head roar. You guys, you guys, great news. Rudolph, Santa Claus is coming to town. The little drummer boy, they're all on TV this week. Well, I'll tell you what was on, what's been on TV lately is those cool Google ads. Yes. You know, like the ones where like it's talking about like the guy searching for his girlfriend or whatever and... Like, oh. then he finally finds her. The, the, uh, the Parisian, the yeah, Parisian love. Well, did you know, Pat, that you can now make your own Google ads? I did because we talked about it before the show. You're supposed to pretend like you don't know what you you're talking You can make your own Google ads? That's, That's awesome. right. You can make your own Google ads. No, uh, uh, there. Uh, Google releases today, and it's really kind of fun. You can go to uh, the link on our show notes, but it's, uh, I think it's also on YouTube or something like that. Yes. They call them search stories, and you can like type in like seven searches, and then it will construct your own Google ad and post it to YouTube for you. Like, yeah. how cool is that? 
It's pretty cool. I saw one earlier about zombies or something. That was really funny. It's funny. Uh, but yeah, uh, if you decide to do this, let us know. Send us an email at feedback at in between Sundays uh, so that we can share your search story. Maybe you search about in between, or better yet, our Catholic challenge, which you just heard. Maybe it's you searching. We about should make your one Catholic for in between Sundays. We should tell or SVPN. And then, and then what I'm going to do is I'm going to make one about searching for search stories. Hmm, <laughs> that's deep. Maybe I could get it recursive and like the video will never end. I don't know. Okay, so speaking of uh, in between Sundays, new news. This is pretty exciting. We now have polls, meaning uh, like like you can vote on things. Oh, cool! So on our Facebook page, in between Sundays, what's the poll right now? Uh, the poll right now. Is uh, something about the iPad? Hold on, let me let me bring it up here. Actually, we should let's check the poll results. Let's see what's we winning. We only had like two or three people vote. I don't know. I think you might be surprised because I put this up uh, a couple days ago. So on our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash in between Sundays. Okay, the current poll is: What are your thoughts about using the iPad in church? Fifty percent of people said I'd love to follow the readings along oh, on really? my iPad. Uh, 13% of people said, I could imagine the priest reading the gospel from an iPad. Wow. That'd be, um, that'd be weird. 38% of people said it'd be a great Christian learning tool, just not in mass. So, and in, uh, there's some other answers, but that, those, that, that, that's, I would like to, maybe that, maybe in a future show, we can talk about that, you know, technology and church. I think that'd be cool. I think that cause so, I've got all this great stuff on my iPhone and I always feel weird pulling it out in the middle of church. Yeah. You look a little strange. People are like, why is that guy yeah, texting people like, or playing games in mass? Would the Borg show up to mass today or what? You know? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So now final, th- final thing we found today, which we're, I was, I was kind of excited about. Now, I don't know if Dr. Paul's ca- covered this on a re- recent Saint cast. But there is a date that has been set. It was announced today, I think. I think it was either today or yesterday. For the beatification of a journalist. It's a lay person. And, you know, it's been very rare ordinations of lay persons. So it's actually the beatification. So it's the step towards becoming a uh, full canonized saint. But it was uh, for Lozano Garrido. Um, don't, I'm sure I'm not pr- pronouncing his name properly. But uh, he suffered from some illnesses and uh, basically left him blind. And he founded a magazine for sick people and author, uh, authored on a number of books. And so it's, it's, uh, he's being hailed as a layperson's example of sanctity. So if you're interested in reading about the, him and the other seven upcoming, or no, I guess it would be six upcoming beatifications, you can take a look at the show notes. There's a whole bunch that are coming up. So always good and exciting to see some new saints up and coming in the Catholic Church. Yes. The more contact I have with humans, the more I learn. fire department i just called to let you know that i am a bomb and i'm about to blow up whoops cancel that it's too late if there's ever anything that you need don't call me hello the check is in the mail Hey, Naked Pant, it's Stephanie from Chicago, just calling to comment on your show about vocations. 
as much as I really enjoyed hearing about the priesthood, um, being female, I felt that you left out a large portion of other religious life as being a sister. I know you mentioned it, but you didn't mention the different realm of possibilities. And then there was another segment, um, a smaller segment of the population, um, as the concentrated lay people, um, some of them females, some of them males, um, some of them married families. And all families concentrated, and then there are also deacons. Um, so, I was just hoping that maybe at some point you would expand on this. And um, thanks for all you do, and uh, have a great night. Well, thanks, Stephanie, for that. And you know, that show was—we we only have a certain amount of time to cover each thing in a show. So, we—that's some great feedback, and that gives us some really great ideas for who we can talk to. So, I've got a couple of people. And I'm going to try and line up for uh, sisterly vocations or, or, or religious orders of sisters uh, that, I, that I, I'm really kind of hoping if, if, if I can bring my recorder down to talk to the little sisters of the lamb here in Kansas City, um, I'd really like to, uh, to share an interview with them. Yeah. And, and so thank you very much. And we encourage all of our listeners to send us feedback like that on stuff that they'd like to hear because we want this to be your show. Um, and by the way, the episode she's talking about is episode 43, uh, just called, I think I called it like iVocations or something like that. Um, you know, of course we have to throw in like the techie term, but, <laughs> the, uh, the techie letter. Yes. But thank you so much, Stephanie, for that feedback. And we will work, uh, hard on getting that as a specific show for you. And, uh, if you would like to contact us, uh, you can email our feedback uh, email at feedback at inbetweensundays.com. Well, you know what that means, Pat. This show's over. I can't believe it. Are you serious? Yeah. You well, always say that. You always say, I can't believe it. Well, All it right. has to happen Next every show. Next show, I'm not going to say. It has that. to happen every show. It always ends. It does. So, no, but if then we, next we, week, it comes back on. It does. So, before, yeah. we, make, before we say makes you mad or makes you glad... Let us know. We've given the feedback number out a whole bunch of times this show. So you can also find it on inbetweensundays.com, which is our homepage, and our feedback number is listed there. And you can also send us uh, something through our contact form on the website. Yeah, so inbetweensundays.com and then click on contact. Uh, join the conversation on Facebook with all the other fun listeners uh, where you can check out the new polls feature. How awesome is that? Um, I want to know what you think about the iPad. Uh, also, uh, just uh, feel free to uh, you know send that to other friends if you think somebody would enjoy our podcast. Uh, send them our website, or you can send them sqpn.com where you can find lots of other great free Catholic content. So Podcasts thanks a lot and videos for... and all sorts of stuff. Yeah. And uh, thanks a lot for listening. And uh, I'm basically going to finish the show and go find my mommy and ask her to pick me up. Oh, I, okay. That was good, I guess. Thank you. You sad, sad little boy. Oh, I'm going to go find my so mommy. Mean. I'm going to go find my mommy. I'm so. I'm going to punch know. you. Hey, this is a Christian podcast. All right. I'm going to. I will to... now turn the other cheek. <laughs> nice. <laughs> well, well said. And then go find my mommy to pick me up. Yeah. Oh! Oh, I thought you were going to give me the buzzer. Okay. Well, hey, thank you all for listening. Have a wonderful week. Until next week, God bless. You're still here? It's over. Go home. Go. SQPN. Leading the way in Catholic new media.